Jay's guest is regularly published in leading industry magazines and a featured speaker before national automotive industry groups. But today, today, Kathy Cruz is here to help us improve our flipping business. If you buy and sell cars for a profit, or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee. I've been flipping cars most of my life, despite having almost zero mechanical skill. For the past dozen years or so, I've been a licensed used car dealer in the great state of Alabama. No matter what the topic, the number one goal of this podcast is to help our listeners make more money. Let's get to it, flippers. Hey, Kathy Cruz of Cruise Control Incorporated is my guest today on Flipping Genius. Kathy is an automotive digital retail advisor, dealership profitability expert, author, speaker, and founder, CEO of Cruise Control, Inc. Born in the heart of Los Angeles to a family of car people. I've got to hear what those people look like. Uh, (laughs) Kathy's passion for business spans a 25-year automotive career managing $100 million-plus stores in Southern California. Hey, Thanks for being with me, Kathy. This is really exciting. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. That's a, it's, it's a little intimidating reading all about it. And then I'll tell you, since we last talked, I discovered some more. I, I originally found Kathy from some articles that she wrote for Used Car Dealer magazine. And I've discovered a couple other articles you wrote there and then some videos you did and some conferences that you spoke at. So um, I, I kind of did my best elevator pitch I could think of there, but but um, why don't you go ahead and show us how the pros do it and tell us tell us more about yourself. Uh, I, uh, you know, that bio sounds really, really polished and wonderful, um, but uh, my grandfather was a dealer in the 60s, 50s and 60s in downtown Los Angeles, and uh, so car business has always been in my blood, so I'm, um, I, I started... Um, I started as uh, a, a dealer asked me to be his uh, personal assistant. And so it paid more than I was working at a bank in college. And so mm-hmm. it paid more. So I said, okay, you know, and uh, I didn't realize then that even though I had grown up with, um, I didn't play with dolls. I played with Hot Wheels and, and Matchbox <laughs> cars. So mm-hmm. uh, and I, I painted model cars and stuff. So it wasn't, uh, it was in my blood. I just didn't realize it. So um, I started that way. And then about, you know, a few weeks later, I was really bored. So I would see the controller walk into the, to the store, all mysterious. And I asked him if I could do some of his work. Uh, and he said, great. He, he was apprehensive at first, but eventually he realized that I could do his work while he went to golf. <laughs> so uh, that gave me kind of the back end version of the car business. And then, and then I sold cars and I, I, I've worked in every job in a dealership except for technician. I had to draw the line somewhere. So. <laughs> Um, So it's very humble beginnings and uh, a lot of uh, blood, sweat and tears, as those of us in the car business know, it's it's hard work, um, Mm -hmm. but it's also pretty satisfying when you see happy people buy their cars and and service their cars, too. So, Mm -hmm. well, there's uh, there's been so much change in business. It, It blows me away sometimes when I think about the changes that I've seen over my career and I've had lots of twists and turns in my career, but it's just amazing what we've lived through. And then, and I, I heard you talking the other day on, uh, I think you were doing a, an interview with a, uh, a 
a radio show out of Nashville, and you were talking about uh, um, about the future of the car business. And I and I was just reading about that uh, this morning on on something that comes through my email um, about electric cars and about uh, you know no more fossil fuel cars. And 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 then you guys were actually talking about no more cars, which really scares me. <laughs> um, where where I'm I'm jumping way ahead here, but where where do you see the future of our of our business going over the car business going? Uh, I think there's a real you know threat to retail automotive as it as it looks, and that's why we're kind of and I, of course the pandemic has exacerbated it. Um, uh, however, okay, I don't think it's going to go away. I don't think uh, I. I you know, probably I, I remember that interview and that was a few years ago. I think now we've got a few years experience behind how hard it is to get, uh, maybe not hard, but um, uh, trying and, and somewhat difficult to get uh, a paradigm shift, if you want to call it, um, regarding uh, mobility, which is, you know, both alternative fuels and uh, what people are doing, how they're, uh, what are they doing with their vehicles? So, um, yes, are certain uh, <clears throat> metro areas uh, seeing less vehicles purchased because maybe someone that lives in a metro area can can Uber or something like that? Yes, but I don't think that's going to be the mainstream for quite some time. Mm -hmm. um, I think that uh, the dealership model itself is probably it's it's in a state of flux as we speak. Mm -hmm. um, you know, gone are the days of high commission for car salespeople, which I feel is very sad, unfortunately. I, I think that uh, uh, car salespeople are some of the hardest working people there are, and to not pay them, you know, very much money for selling a car isn't great. Um, but however, you know, things are just shifting and changing. So uh, I, th I think the biggest, um, the biggest, if we could say what would be the best thing to kind of get wrap your head around would be this idea of incorporating the digital space in in what you do mm -hmm. and that's and that's whether that means something for yourself or something for your business or whatever but it's just it's kind of embracing it a little bit better mm -hmm. and that's something you've actually written a couple of books about it uh about how to uh i, I don't even know if i've used the right terms I, i'm pretty actively involved in social uh media and i've got we've got about 18 Facebook groups that we're building around the country and we're trying to, we're trying to be at the cutting edge as much as uh, an old 60 year old guy can be. And I keep learning all the time, but, but then I, I saw some of the things that you wrote and I thought, wow, she knows this stuff. I, I I've hired a coach to try to help me learn some of these things, but you've written a couple of books about this. And, uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find my question here. <laughs> so what, what do you do? You work with car dealers. What do you do for them uh, along those lines? Uh, I, being a former dealer, so of course I'm, I'm always going to be the dealer advocate, but I have found that over the years um, at the dealership level, there's not a lot of adoption when it comes to the digital space. Now there is a little bit more, certainly, mm -hmm. um, but it's because it was forced on them. Um, so I have kind of gravitated more to one level up where at the manufacturer level or at the vendor level where I can provide advisory services, uh, training, um, I'm working on some, um, training for car salespeople, social selling, we call it. It's basically using social media to generate your own leads. So you don't have to wait for your boss to bring you one. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and uh, and just trying to, I mean, for 10 years, I've been trying to get the word out about the value of automotive social business. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, again, it's more just coming from that dealer level of me sitting in the chair, me um, having, you know, sold cars, having um, in between jobs, having wholesaled vehicles, lots of things that, so that's where my point of reference comes from. And it's just really in an effort to, to help and, and, and advise. Mm-hmm. Now the, the folks that listen to Flipping Genius, um, they are entrepreneurs. Uh, that's, I think that's a, the first trait. Um, a lot of them are like me who are small dealers. Uh, probably, I don't know how many of them are like me that they really have done this completely by themselves without any, any previous experience with any, any dealers. So I don't, I didn't know that car salesmen weren't making as much commission. I didn't know that. So I've never gotten a commission for a car sale. Um, and there's a bunch of guys like me, I think out here, and there's other people I hear in different forums that I participate with on online. They're, they're car flippers. They, they, they bought and, and flipped a few cars, but now they're running into this thing where they've got to get licensed because the, the state laws require that you get a license. So that's, that's kind of, we're talking to, at the, honestly, we're kind of at the lower rungs of this thing. When, when I start reading a hundred million dollar plus stores, I, I realize that, that you're dealing with folks that wear nicer clothes than we do. Um, what, what, uh, what would you suggest as far as, uh, are, are your books, for one thing, are your books something that, that will benefit us uh, on our, where we're at? Yes, for sure. Yep. Uh, they're a few years old, so some things have shifted since then. Mm-hmm. Um, however, my blog on my website, um, you can read my blog there. That's more up to date. Uh, your blog, we can find that at your website? Yeah, it's on my website. It's um, cruisecontrolinc.com, and it's just at the top, just it says helpful tips. Okay. And that's the blog. Yeah. Great. And, I, and I, you're, uh, you wrote a book called Social Media in the time of coronavirus, a, a, a um, ebook to help dealers deal with, with that. Um, and, and I've, I found the link. Is that all right? If we make that available to our audience? Oh, please do. Yes. That's- it's, it's basically how to shift your social media strategy, even if you don't even have a social media strategy, but how to shift it uh, to, to what's happening, you know, with the coronavirus and how to, um, a lot of it has to do with, you know, delivering vehicles and making sure that what, how you're perceived online and how customers feel comfortable, you know, by if you can help them feel comfortable by providing some video or images of, of how you're keeping things sanitized and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Now we, we talked the other day on the phone briefly and I, I mentioned uh, uh, Carvana and their, their, uh, the way that they're, they got the, uh, what it, you know, it looks like a, it looks like a, uh, uh, trying to think of the word like you, you got to put a coin in and, and the car will come out uh, but they <laughs> that type of thing and and the, and the delivery of cars to somebody's house do you do you see a lot of used car dealers doing that type of thing already uh, I don't and I would love to I would love to see that uh, because it, at the end of the day there's nothing really new here. We're just using a different medium. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, in the 70s, 80s, you know, I, I had some of the best car dealer mentors that 
somebody could have. And mm -hmm. it was always about the relationship that uh, that the salesperson or the whoever it may be that's delivering the vehicle to the customer. So um, who doesn't like personal service, right? Sure. Um, and even like car brokers, same thing. Brokers, the reason brokers make a good living a lot is because uh, the dealerships uh, haven't been able to give that personal service, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately. So, so good for brokers, but yeah, who doesn't like personal service? So, and it, it develops the relationship. Um, if you can get a, a car delivered to someone, someone's house in a way, especially if you, you know, show up with like, you know, your mask on and, mm -hmm. and some other like cues of how you're taking care of the vehicle for the customer, um, they're going to remember that and they'll remember that and tell their friends and, and then you'll develop that kind of repeat business that we all love to have. Right. Yeah. I, I've, I've been thinking more and more about that. I, I do very small volume, but I think that personal service could make a big, big difference. Um, and yeah. it, it, it'd make a difference if I'm the only one offering it, uh, yeah. or, or one of very few. So that's, that's something I definitely am planning on incorporating myself. Um, the uh, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to we probably primarily market uh, in my level on Facebook. Facebook is my number one uh, source for marketing my cars and and also for marketing to buy cars. This is something I've I've done recently. Right. Um. And I and I, that's a huge change compared to just five years ago, I was on Craigslist, all over Craigslist and Facebook wasn't it. So do you, how do you, how do you anticipate the changes in that, in the next five years? Do you, do you, do you have any crystal ball that can tell us what we need to, to do to stay in front of this? Well, I think if I, if I remember what you wrote in your um, email is that most of the listeners are not dealers yet, right? Oh, um, oh, I would, I would say it's about half and half. Half and half. Mm -hmm. and, and again, this goes for both, but especially if you're not a dealer yet. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's again, like I was saying a minute ago about the relationships. Uh, there's this concept called personal branding or mm -hmm. professional branding. And if you remember, maybe you don't because you guys are, you're in Alabama, but in Southern California, we had a car dealer here in the seventies and eighties um, named Cal Worthington. Mm -hmm. And you can look up his videos. He always, he, he was just the ultimate marketer and he had <laughs> such a strong personal brand. Mm -hmm. Everyone knew he was super personable too. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and now that would be an example of a personal brand. So if you're online, your, your personal Facebook page is going to reflect your personality. It's going to reflect what you want your friends and family and perhaps customers to, to know about you. And right. um, that's where you can spend some time kind of thinking about what I actually do want my, my audience if to, to coin a term um, to, to know about me. Mm -hmm. And if you can differentiate yourself in things like in person, uh, uh, delivery at home, things like that. And if you can differentiate yourself online as well, uh, that's going to help people remember you when the time comes to either buy a car, refer somebody, and even sell your car. I mm -hmm. mean, if you're, I, I see, I, I've seen a lot, there's not a lot, but there's some really awesome 
salespeople out there that have kind of taken over the the duties uh, instead of waiting for an up to come um, and waiting for the next lead to come in through the through the mm-hmm. CRM, they take matters in their own hands and they go and deliver uh, this experience on their own through Facebook or LinkedIn. Uh, those are usually the two main ones. Uh, some are on Instagram as well. I know a gal that's on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, and she she and others are kind of creating their own brand so people can connect with them and their customers. They invite their customers to connect with them. And so that to me would be, if there was anything I could tell um, someone that's, you know, either retailing cars, selling cars, whatever, whatever, and whatever capacity that is, is develop your, your brand online so that people remember you. That's, that's such great advice. I, 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 I love it when I, one of the reasons I like Facebook is that when somebody contacts me about a vehicle I have, I can go see who they are. And, and I do, I, I want to see who's coming to see me uh, to see if I should, you know, bring a weapon to the lot uh, or, or, or if I, you know, if, if, if it's going to, usually I, I get a little bit of uh, familiarity with them and, and I, and I can have a conversation and I know that they can go to my Facebook page and see exactly everything about me. Cause I'm just an open book that's how I want to present myself and if they want they'll know all about all the little different sides of Randy Lee which is uh, there's lots of different sides to me um, and that's really really cool but I think sometimes uh, every day I'm, I'm one of my biggest Facebook group has about 30,000 members in it so every day we have about 50 people that try to join it and I I don't just let everybody in I, I, I uh, look at every single uh, person to make sure they're actually a local person and out of 50 I would say 45 get automatically kicked out and blocked because they're just people that are trying to come into the group but the others are five local people and I take a look and make sure that they're really local and they they aren't they aren't doing something really offensive and I'll, about one out of ten will be doing something really stupidly offensive on their their page and I I just make a decision that you're not going to be part of my group. And I, I block you just like if I was blocking somebody from uh, around the world that was just trying to steal everybody's identity or whatever they're trying to do. And I, I just think of that, um, you know, I, I used to be young and stupid too, but but it's just a, a, a not a good business move to uh, do something like flipping the camera off in your, in your, uh, your profile picture or I mean, just like you said, you present an image to the public, and I, I think that's really a really sage advice to folks. Um, and and I appreciate you being able to come down and and talk from this little. You know, we're 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 right down at the bottom, and you've you've worked from uh, uh, the top of the the, the pyramid, kind of. And I, I, I don't know if I'm being clear about that, but I, but I, I think it's cool that you, you can see what we're doing down here in the one and two cars at a time bit. Oh yeah. Despite the fact that you've worked at, at such a high level and that's, that's pretty remarkable. I think. We're all the same. You were all car people are all the same. And uh, you know, I, when I was in the dealerships, I, I was in large auto groups and managing, you know, people. And I, I just, everybody uh, is equal to me. So 
Uh, and uh, like I was saying, you know, I've just been doing this for a longer time than than some, and and that's good. And and what I was going to say is that you know, in the olden days, <laughs> there was this thing called an evidence manual. Uh, it's, it was before my time, but people would have, and I think it's probably regional too, because in certain regions in the country. Uh, it's still people still use them, but it would be just a binder on your desk of uh, letters from customers that were thanking you for the experience and Facebook and and social media can become that for you and uh, As long as you treat it as such right and and you can document with social more than just a letter like a letter is awesome, but um, you can document your delivery with an image or a video or a customer video testimonial or all of those like different things that the different um different sorts of media let you do now mm -hmm. so um but that's what facebook and linkedin and others can do instagram can be an evidence manual for you if you treat it as such if you're if you're on facebook uh and you're you know getting into in what we might say uh, delicate uh or incendiary conversations it's fine. It's just, you got to remember that at the end of the day, if you want to make a living and you want to use Facebook to do it, you just have to have certain rules and kind of protocol for what you actually do on, on those platforms. Cause the internet is forever. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. That's great advice. Another, another thing that I remember reading uh, one of the articles we wrote for the used car dealer magazine was about Google, my business. And that's something my coach talked to me about. And I've, I've tried to, to do that. Um, can you tell the listeners about how that might affect them? Absolutely. Yes. Um, this uh, Google My Business is it's free to use. It is a kind of a culmination of Google Maps and the old Google Places and uh, and some other things thrown in. Mm -hmm. uh, and what it does is when you I would recommend uh listeners go in and create a Google My Business, you need to have a physical address, can't mm -hmm. use a PO box. Uh, they want to verify the address. Also, they send you a little postcard, and then you have a pin number that you can plug in and get verified, get definitely get verified. Um, and if you've got a website, you can put a website on there, you can put uh, all sorts of posts like uh, vehicles for sale, uh, special deals you've got, um, so much and it's all it takes it's it's free financially it takes some time but once you get it set up uh, it's pretty much maintenance after that and what happens is when uh, when someone uses Google to search for a specific uh, a dealer and or you let's say used car dealer in uh, you know in Huntsville Alabama shall we say mm -hmm there would be an, an opportunity for you to come up. They're going to give, Google gives precedent to local search, uh, especially around automotive. And uh, it's going to come up. Um, uh, your page will come up. And if you're on desktop, it's called um, the knowledge graph. If you're on desktop and you, you search for your particular uh, name, your dealership name, uh, it'll come up on the right-hand side. I'm sure everyone here has done a uh, Google search on a, on mm -hmm. a desktop and it'll come up on the right-hand side mm -hmm. uh, with an image and other, and you want photos and other things like that. So, um, but Google gives preference, local search preference to those that have a Google My Business page. It's, it's such time well spent. I, I mean, well, well invested. I think uh, um, I, I've been, I, I got two calls this week uh, that, that I know that's where they came from. I can tell by the conversation that we had that they weren't 
They weren't at my lot. They weren't looking at my website because they didn't have any information really, which tells you that I, I didn't, I haven't done that great of a job of, uh, of setting up my, <laughs> my, my Google account. But, but it definitely, it is something that I use. And what a, what a cool thing. I, I think that word that Kathy used there, uh, everybody knows I love the word free. <laughs> and that's a, that's a pretty awesome thing that you can, that you can do that for free. Um, yes, you're you're giving Google information about your business so that it can serve it in search results. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what you're doing. Yeah, that's, that is that's a great tip. Um, I, I do want to tell everybody that uh, um, if you go to to flippinggenius.com, one G. I always have to tell everybody I only bought the one with the one G in the middle. Um, you can access Kathy's uh, books. Actually, all three of the books are available. Uh, the, the the free download that she's made available to us uh, of her book, Social Media in the Time of Crisis of Coronavirus. I mean, is is a uh, is available. You can download that for free. And I've also linked to your two books on uh, Amazon, so they can they can buy those. If you just go our, through our resources page, you can click on the links there and and buy those two books. I am confident that you'll make a lot more money than you spent on those books just from, from the information that Kathy can share with you. Um, do, you do you agree with that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope so. I, I do it so that it will help, uh, help people navigate the world of social media and digital marketing. Yeah, I, I tell you, that's in, in watching videos of you and reading what I've read from you, I, I, I find a, a, a similarity to somebody that I think of uh, a lot of, um, have you ever heard of Pat Flynn? Yeah, I know Pat Flynn. Uh -huh. Do you actually know him personally? I've, I've met him a few times back in the day, back in the day when everybody was on social media and it was such, it was, we call it the time of kittens and rainbows. <laughs> um, well, yeah. When I first started to listen to Pat Flynn's uh, podcast, he said something about, I think he introduced himself and said, I'm your friend, Pat Flynn. And I'm, I'm pretty bad with names, but every time I try to, because I, I almost forgot his name. And I, all I have to do is remember my friend. And as soon as I say my friend, it comes out Pat Flynn. But, <laughs> but we talk about, uh, my wife and I talk about uh, Pat and the fact we both listen to him a lot. I, I listen to him a ton. And, he, and he's, he does so well. And what he does, and he never seems like he's ever selling me anything. He always, yeah. he always, I always get the feeling like Pat is just trying to help me, which I, I, I really believe that's true. Yeah. Um, and that's the similarity. When I listen to you talk, when I read what you read, I feel like you're just trying to help me. And, and if you can get paid for it, it's really, really cool too. Um, and that, what a, that you guys are my heroes. I'm, 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 I'm trying to be more like you all the time. Um, <laughs> It, it, it takes a while, right? Maybe another 60 years, I'll have it locked down. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's a, a great place to spend time and, and, um, and it's great that you're doing it because believe me, there's a lot that aren't and they think it's stupid. And uh, I did some training for a, a dealer once that was for their salespeople and uh, the dealer just couldn't get his middle managers, his sales managers, basically, to buy into this concept of, you know, engaging with the customer online. And, uh, yeah, he, he, the dealer guy tried everything he could think of. But um, so, yeah, it's, it's, 
you know, I think everyone, there's an opportunity there for everybody to make their own uh, mark. And, uh, and it's, it's different than it was in the beginning, you know, and, uh, but it's, it still can be done. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And another thing I wanted to mention, because I, I know it's an important thing to you and I, and I, I really do appreciate you taking the time to talk to this um, is, and I, I don't even know how to pronounce it, but you, you do a horse, you, you're involved with horse rescue. Um, it's called, it's Hanali. It's um, from Cut the Magic Dragon. That's oh, so that, the Magic Dragon. Yeah. That was what I was thinking it was. Um, can you yeah. tell us a little bit about what you do there? Cause that, that's really interesting. And, and I, if there's some way we can help you, you know, I, I just want to, I want to broadcast it and see if, if uh, somebody can reach out and do something for you. Uh, yeah, um, Honolulu Horse Rescue here in Orange County, and I've I've been a kind of an animal advocate my my whole life. But I, uh, when the recession happened, the the one in two thousand eight, I couldn't really write checks anymore for the things that I was doing. So I thought, well, maybe I can volunteer. So that's kind of how it started. And I'm on the board. Um, it's all volunteer, uh, and I am also the uh, I take care of all of the online marketing, the website, and uh, the online fundraising. And we rescue abused and, uh, and neglected horses and, um, and, and rehab them and adopt them out. Huh. That's, and, that's kind of amazing. I love horses. They're so beautiful. I always said I'd, I'd like to have a place across the street from a horse farm so I could just look at them. Um, <laughs> But, uh, they are very healing animals. All animals, I think, are, but horses in particular. I I've watched some of your videos online. It was it was fascinating. They're they're such beautiful animals, and it's amazing how uh, gentle they can be. Um, consider they're yes. they're so huge. Um, well, that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, uh, Kathy, can you tell us how how we can? Uh, I, I know we can we can go to your website. Uh, and we can find your blog and we, you know, we, everybody it's, it's uh, uh, cruisecontrolinc.com and, and it's spelled with uh, K for cruise, K-R-U-S-E and then control with a C, right? Control with a C. Okay. Cause I misspelled it. <laughs> um, and is there anything else you, we, we've got your books on our, on our website. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with us as far as how we can, get a hold of you and, you and how you know somebody go. could do business with you uh yeah you can my website and um i'm on facebook i'm on linkedin i'm pretty much everywhere instagram but you'll see a lot of pictures of horses and cats so <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I, I read uh, jack sammy and daisy uh, yes yeah all rescues uh, uh and uh yeah um yeah, I, I'm, I'm always available. You can always email me um, and, or message me on LinkedIn or wherever. And if you have questions about, gosh, anything, uh, feel free to reach out. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. And, and I, I, I know our audience continues to grow. Uh, uh, it's exciting. We've got a, a dedicated group of folks that, that I, I've recently, some people have been telling me they're binge listening to the podcast which is i i find i find such a humbling idea that somebody's sitting there listening to hours and hours a lot of it's just me talking so that's pretty cool um and i i always thank them for that but i i thank you for taking the time and i i really believe that some of the things that you've said will help a lot of these folks uh find 
a little more profit and uh, a little better way to do what they're doing as far as uh, communicating who they are to their to their audience. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for having me. Well, that's our conversation with Kathy Cruz. I really appreciate Kathy sharing her time with us today. Kathy's business, Cruise Control Inc., is based in Southern California, but she works with businesses all across the United States. Her Cruise Control blog is the leading automotive digital retail blog in the U.S. You can read Kathy's blog at www.cruisecontrol.com. You can also learn more about Kathy's business and how she may be able to help you build your business. Kathy was kind enough to share her ebook, Social Media in the Time of Coronavirus, with us. So we can share that with you for free. That's my favorite F word again. <laughs> hey, go to flippinggenius1g.com and click on the resources page and then go to the more great stuff heading. And it will take you to, you got it, more great stuff, including links not only to Kathy's ebook for free, but also discounted links to Kathy's other two very extensive books, Automotive Social Business and Automotive Social Business 2.0. I have highly, highly recommend that you get all three. That's a lot of great information there. I'll also post Kathy's information in the show notes wherever you're listening and under this episode at FlippingGenius.com. Hey, thank you for listening. Please save us as a favorite, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. Share us on social media and tell every human that you come in contact with <laughs> to become a regular listener. While you're checking uh, Kathy Cruz's books out at her resources page, check out the over over 50 other helpful, helpful links that you'll find for everything from great deals on parts and tires and tools to resources for business insurance and auto auctions all across the United States and around the world. New things are being added to the resources page constantly as our audience grows and as I negotiate access to more deals and information for all of us. Hey, by the way, you want to watch the video on there about the greatest windshield wipers I've seen. It's, it's just about a minute long, but you, you definitely want to check it out. Hey, speaking of more information, uh, our new Flipping Forum group is now live on Facebook, as promised. Uh, this is where we can interact with, with others in the flipping business, uh, share your concerns, share your success stories, your questions, whatever. Just not just with me, but with flippers from all over. It, and it's it's also free, but it's by invitation only. So if you want to be invited to the group, send an email with invite in the title to flippingquestions at gmail.com and tell me a little bit about yourself when you do. And, and if you have input, suggestions, questions, or whatever else you want to share with me directly, Use the same email address, flippingquestions at gmail.com, and I'll get that. Hey, thank you to all of our flipping teammates. Your financial support is very much appreciated. If you'd like to become a flipping team member, 
just click on the yellow box at the top of the homepage at Flipping Genius. Hey, flippers, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses.